a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Live Mike with Lee Lonsberry. Lee Lonsberry. Hey, welcome back to the program. One fifty is the time. Some interesting news broke last week. There was, I believe it was the Salt Lake Tribune had first word that Tanner Ainge uh, was rumored to be leaving the Utah County Commission. Uh, confirmation of that was a little difficult to come by immediately because I believe it was Mr. Ainge was engaged in some military training. He, uh, uh, a recent, uh, recently uh, sworn in member of the Utah Army National Guard away doing some training. Uh, and then it was uh, a number of hours later, word came that, uh, in fact, yes, Tanner Ainge would be leaving the Utah County Commission. And then, uh, you know, everyone's wondered, OK, what's the next step? Do you run for uh, does he run for some other office? Is there some big uh, business opportunity? Uh, is there, you know, who knows what? Uh, you know, when when changes happen abruptly like that, you, you're naturally led to ask a number of questions. We learned later in the day that he had accepted an appointment uh, to work within the uh, Cox administration, uh, the administration of Utah Governor Spencer Cox. And so, great. Uh, congratulations to him and the governor's administration. I wish them the, the very best of luck. That leaves us with a vacancy. That leaves us with uh, a vacancy. The next bit of news we got on this topic was an announcement from current Utah County Clerk Auditor Amelia Powers Gardner, who joins us on the line now. Uh, Ma'am, welcome to the program. How are you? Thank you, Lee. I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Uh, Last time you and I spoke, we were in the middle of uh, counting some ballots, and and you had found yourself uh, you know, telling uh, and sharing a a success story, which was a contrast from years prior. Talk uh, briefly about your successes in your current role. Yeah. um, Most people remember that in 2018, then-Governor Gary Herbert called the Utah County Clerk's Office the epicenter of dysfunction. I came into office in January of 2019, and we really had to start rebuilding this office from the ground up. We came through with an attitude and an eye towards innovation and efficiency, and we really rebuilt uh, the clerk side, particularly the most public part of that is the elections. And we really came from, you know, a chaotic and haphazard elections office to we ended the 2020 election cycle as a model for the nation. In fact, the um, the Washington Post did an eight-minute expose on how to do vote-by-mail right, and they highlighted Utah County as this is how you have safe and secure elections when you're when you're using vote-by-mail. I, I remember I remember that video very well. It was fascinating to see both behind the scenes and to see uh, explanations of how it all went. And I trust. I trust that there were a number of other uh, clerks around the country watching that video, taking notes. Now the question is, how do you uh, how do you translate that success, or rather, what are uh, the merits exemplified in that success that uh, that warrant your uh, uh, your position as a Utah County Commissioner? Should you earn that? 
Yeah, I think the biggest thing to recognize is how we did that success. And obviously, the only office that runs elections is the clerk's office and the other offices don't. But I think what's key is that we came into this looking for efficiency through innovation. And we did that with elections, but we've also done that with the finances of the county, with marriage licenses in the county. And I would like to take that vision and the ability to implement that vision, utilizing efficiencies and innovation. And I would like to see that become the model for Utah County. Here in Utah County, we're the home of Silicon Slopes, one of the fastest growing tech sectors in the country, and I think the best tech sector in the country. And I think that our local government should reflect the talent and the innovation that we have right here in our own county. Uh, let's talk about uh, some some policy moves that have come from the the commission. There was a property tax increase uh, some time ago. Where, where do you stand on that? And if you had been there in place then, uh, would you be a, would you have been a supporter or a detractor? Yeah. So as the county auditor, I actually work very closely with the commission to build the budget. And the recommendation that I gave the commission was that they needed to balance the budget. Um, I think it's fiscally irresponsible and, frankly, not conservative to continually spend more than you bring in every year. It's basically the same as, like, dipping into your retirement account year after year because you're not making enough money to pay your usual bills. And that's what the commission was doing. So as the auditor, what I recommended is that they either needed to cut services, find efficiencies, or, unfortunately, they, you know, they chose to raise taxes I like to look at things and say, what is necessary, what is not? Cut what's not necessary. And what is necessary, let's make it as efficient as possible before we make the decision to raise taxes. In the recommendations that you conveyed to the board, were there specific cuts that you recommended in terms of services or programs? So a couple of the things that I did um, as auditor is we changed the way we do accounting. So there were a lot of, there were a lot of programs that are grant funded, um, particularly programs in criminal justice or in the health department. And the way that the, that the county was doing accounting, all of the overhead for those costs, so things like HR costs, purchasing costs, legal costs, those were actually all being funded through the general fund, which is where the property tax levy comes. And what I implemented as auditor and what I recommended to the commission and they, and they approved was that we change things to have what's called an administrative services fund. So now a lot of those services like purchasing and accounting and HR and legal, they actually are able to have the grant that pays for that program now pays for those costs. So that, so that the taxpayers of Utah County are no longer supplementing grant funded programs. That saved our property tax levy about $4 million this year. Hmm. Uh, there was a proposal recently to uh, to change dramatically the nature of uh, county government in in uh, Utah County. What do you view as the the appropriate makeup of county governor there or county uh, government? Right. So I think that government can do a good job representing the people, regardless of the form of government. I think the form of government is less important than who's in those positions. But if I had my preference. I would have leaned more towards a, a, a form of government like the current commissioners, Billy and Tom Sakovich. They had actually signed up onto a petition and sponsored a petition that would have made a five-member commission. And I think with a county that's pushing three-quarters of a million people, we may get better representation with five people. But I didn't necessarily support the mayor form that was on the, that was on the ballot.
Understood. Uh, we have about 90 seconds left. I maybe should have asked you this uh, at the onset of our conversation. Uh, but tell us about you. Who are you? Where, where, where do you come from? Where did you study? What kind of life do you live? Yeah, thank you. Uh, I am the mother of six. My husband Tobin and I were married two years ago. He had three children from a previous marriage and I had two. And we've now had one together. So family of six living in Utah County. I was actually born and raised in Utah County. I left for a decade and served in corporate America, lived in Canada for a time, North Carolina and Illinois. And I left my corporate career to come back here to Utah because this is the best place on this continent and frankly, the world to raise a family. Um, I studied automotive technology and worked in engineering. So I tend to understand numbers. I worked with Caterpillar, the world's largest manufacturer of construction, mining and diesel equipment. Um, And I come with a process in mind as an engineering background, corporate America. When I look at things, I want to look at the processes and I want to make the processes as clean and efficient as possible. All righty. Thank you so much. Amelia Powers Gardner, current Utah County Clerk Auditor, uh, is would like to be uh, the next Utah County Commissioner, filling the vacancy left by Tanner Ainge in his recent announcement to leave the commission and accept a position in the Cox administration. Amelia, thank you so much for your time. Best of luck to you. Thank you, Lee. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.